Welcome to Calvary Baptist Edmonton Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'll be your host in this episode. In today's episode, we'll be going through the ancient prayer practice of Lexio Divina. Lexio Divina is a way of growing closer to Jesus by reflecting prayerfully on Scripture. Now, this type of prayer gives us the opportunity to think deeply about the words and then respond thoughtfully to them. As we go through Lexio Divina, we can imagine we're actually involved in the events of Scripture. Now, Lexio Divina has four main parts, and they are reading, meditation, prayer, and contemplation. I believe it's important before we move into Lexio Divina that you would find a comfortable spot to listen to Jesus. And then once you find that spot, to come before Jesus and ask him to help you kind of declutter some of the things in your mind and your heart that could prevent you moving into Lexio Divina. So let's take some time right now for you to do that with Jesus. The very first step in Lexio Divina is to read. So there will be some scripture read aloud, and you can follow along. And once the scripture is finished, I want to encourage you to pause the podcast and ask yourself this question. What is the basic meaning of the passage without involving my assumptions, opinions, and bias? Let me set this before you as plainly as I can. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen, instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good, a sheep rustler. The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. They won't follow a stranger's voice, but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. Jesus told this simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about. So he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good. Sheep stealers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. I am the Good Shepherd. The good shepherd puts the sheep before himself, sacrifices himself if necessary. A hired man is not a real shepherd. The shepherd means nothing to him. He sees a wolf come and runs for it, leaving the sheep to be ravaged and scattered by the wolf. He's only in it for the money. The sheep don't matter to him. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and my own sheep know me. 
In the same way, the Father knows me, and I know the Father. I put the sheep before myself, sacrificing myself if necessary. You need to know that I have other sheep in addition to those in this pen. I need to gather and bring them too. They'll also recognize my voice. Then it will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I freely lay down my life. And so I am free to take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down of my own free will, and I have the right to lay it down. I also have the right to take it up again. I receive this authority personally from my Father. This kind of talk caused another split in the Jewish ranks. A lot of them were saying, He's crazy, a maniac, out of his head completely. Why bother listening to him? But others weren't so sure. These aren't the words of a crazy man. Can a maniac open blind eyes? Pause the podcast and ask yourself what is the basic meaning of this passage without involving my assumptions, opinions, or bias. The second step of Lexi Divina is to meditate. And so we're going to re-listen to that same scripture one more time. And at the end of it, for you to move into a time of meditation, but by asking this question, what does the text say to me today and to my life? And how do you see yourself in the text? Let me set this before you as plainly as I can. If a person climbs over or through the fence of a sheep pen, instead of going through the gate, you know he's up to no good, a sheep wrestler. The shepherd walks right up to the gate. The gatekeeper opens the gate to him, and the sheep recognize his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he gets them all out, he leads them and they follow because they are familiar with his voice. They won't follow a stranger's voice, but will scatter because they aren't used to the sound of it. Jesus told this simple story, but they had no idea what he was talking about. So he tried again. I'll be explicit then. I am the gate for the sheep. All those others are up to no good. Sheep stealers, every one of them. But the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Anyone who goes through me will be cared for, will freely go in and out and find pasture. A thief is only there to steal and kill and destroy. I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. I am the Good Shepherd. The good shepherd puts the sheep before himself, sacrifices himself if necessary. A hired man is not a real shepherd. The shepherd means nothing to him. He sees a wolf come and runs for it, leaving the sheep to be ravaged and scattered by the wolf. He's only in it for the money. The sheep don't matter to him. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep, and my own sheep know me. In the same way, the Father knows me, and I know the Father. I put the sheep before myself, sacrificing myself if necessary. You need to know that I have other sheep in addition to those in this pen.
I need to gather and bring them too. They'll also recognize my voice. Then it will be one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I freely lay down my life. And so I am free to take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down of my own free will, and I have the right to lay it down. I also have the right to take it up again. I receive this authority personally from my Father. This kind of talk caused another split in the Jewish ranks. A lot of them were saying, He's crazy, a maniac, out of his head completely. Why bother listening to him? But others weren't so sure. These aren't the words of a crazy man. Can a maniac open blind eyes? As you move into your time of meditation, ask yourself this question. What does the text say to me today and to my life? And how do you see yourself in the text? The third step of Lexio Divina is to pray. And as you move into this time of prayer, I want you to ask yourself this question. What can I say to Jesus based on what I've listened to or read in the passage? And what do I want to ask Jesus? So pause the podcast and move into this question. The last step of Lexio Divina is to contemplate. So as you move into this time of contemplation, ask yourself this question. How have I experienced the presence of Jesus in this time, in the past week? And what conversations of the mind and heart is Jesus asking of me? Well, this brings us to the end of our time. And as we wrap up, I want to encourage you to check out the Wednesday Hub Post, which features reflections from our Calvary community in their Lexico Divina experiences. You can subscribe at the Hub at calvarybaptistedmonton.com or on Apple Podcasts for the next Lexico Divina podcast, which are released every Monday morning. Thanks for participating and have a great week. Mm-hmm.